them are more than pals Our show can be a little gay But if you're not, that's okay You can listen and have fun either way Xena, Star Wars, Doctor Who Guests and music and reviews Game of Thrones, why Nona too? She promised there's something for you She nerds out We're girls that like girls That like dirty things Hello and welcome to the She Nerds Out podcast. I'm Kat. I'm Wendy. And I'm Anne. On today's episode, we have a very special guest host. You know her, you love her. That's right, you heard her voice. It's Anne Hicks-Bleaker. Anne will be joining us for a mail sack. We're going to talk some Oak Island. We're going to pick Anne's brain to see. We don't know. Why are you talking about me like I'm not here? (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing the intro, Anne. Um, and then with Anne as well, we're going to talk about the new Indiana Jones and Harrison Ford documentary. It's called Timeless Heroes. Um, but first, hey, Wendy, did you know Anne's here? Mm. I did. I know. Oh yes, I see Anne. And I wish people could see Anne because Anne is wearing this red and black plaid blanket. Is that like a? It oh, is it a, a hood with a hood and a pockets. Blanket? And you can zip it closed. My goodness. Like you should be in a cabin in a snowy forest. Instead, she's in a garage in uh, Thousand Oaks. In California, freezing. (laughs) In the freezing 60 degree temps. (laughs) I have Uggs on. It's a whole scene. I love it. It's a vibe, though. It's a vibe. It's a good look. I like it. It is. Thank you. Oh, is that hot tea? (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm drinking tea. What is happening over there? (laughs) It's dipped below 70. I can't take it. <laughs> You're from Wisconsin, aren't you? Not anymore, Kat. Okay. Not anymore. Oh, All no. Right. All right. Well, while you warm your cockles, uh, <laughs> I will do some celebrity birthdays because we have a very, very, very important birthday oh. this week. Okay. As, as important as a birthday can be to the snop because, well, I just won't get into that. But it is the one and the only Amy Acker. Number oh, fifth. Oh, I was going to say. I think I say Lucy Lawless. Oh, no. She's not till March. You know that. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> uh, but Amy Acker. Friend of the snop, by December, the way. Friend of the snop. Uh, big birthday, December 5th. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, look at that. Nice mug. She's got Good your merch. wine cozy. Little why not merch. <laughs> That's right. Sorry. Go ahead. Anyway, how old is, uh, I mean, do I have to tell you what Amy's been in? Angel. No, a little show called Person of Interest. A um, what show? Does anyone, you watch that show? <laughs> we were unawares. Careful, Anne. <laughs> okay, I'm going to guess first. I'm go- I feel good about this. I'm okay. going to say <laughs> 46. Hmm. That's a good, strong guess. Um, I'm going to say the lovely and talented Amy Acker is actually 48. Oh, my gosh. You surrounded it. She really? would be 47. Oh, so you're gonna in the ballpark. First guess. Oh. <laughs> you were right there in the vicinity. So good try, though. You were close. Okay. Uh, next up for December 7th, someone that I know Tara knows and loves. Well, doesn't know, but loves. From Eureka, California, apparently. Sarah Bareilles. Oh yeah, you know what? Uh, oh, I was, my lovely wife and I, Leah, uh, were married 
we were just rolling through Eureka, California on our, our way back home on a road trip. And Leah's like, did you know that she's from, that Sarah Brellis is from here? I said, I didn't know that, Leah. Isn't that a good story that I just shared? That's a when good you story. Because- through, did you say, Eureka, we found <laughs> it. I did not. Um, but I love Sarah Brellis. Big fan. Oh, yeah. She's great. Uh, gosh, I feel like she's around that same age. I feel like she's around our, I should say my age. You guys are older than I am. Yeah. I think she is, ah, I want to say around the same age as Amy. I, no, probably younger. I'm going to say <laughs> 40, older. 41. No, that's too young. Oh. I'm going to say. <laughs> dare you. <laughs> Four. No. <laughs> no. Oh, five. Four, five. Oh, so close. She will be 44 on December 7th. Ah, okay. 44. You keep circling the. Uh, You're the very close. Let's see if we can get this last one here. Okay. The. I don't know. Is there any word but legendary for this actress? Wow. Great. Good, good people here. Judy Dench. Ah, oh, Dame okay. Judy Dench. Dame okay. Judy Dench, you're right. Dame Judy Dench. Um, and she's hard. not in her forties. <laughs> no, the other two. I'm gonna say, if you want to go first, Dan, I'm, I'm still. No, thinking. I need to think. I feel like she's old. Yeah, she is. Yes, <laughs> gracefully old, um, beautifully I'm, old. I'm gonna say she is. I'm gonna say sixty-four. <sighs> I'm gonna say seventy-two. I don't think you two have ever been more wrong. Oh. Judy Dench is gonna turn eighty-nine <gasps> years old. No, she was Holy born in nineteen thirty-four. Holy crap! I mean, Damn. that just shows how amazingly young she is. Holy looks. shit! I was thinking sorry. eighty, I'm but sorry. then I was like, I don't want to. Eighty-nine on December 9th, she'll be eighty-nine. Cat, what did you say? Like sixty-four. Oh my god, she think? looks pretty what good. What was your guess? What was your guess? Seventy. No, Cats was like 60. sixty-four. That's barely older than me. Have you seen Judy Dench? <laughs> Shut up. Have Wendy. you seen people who are 64? I But well, Judy Dench does look really good. But really also good. she plays like like sometimes they make her look really old. Well, it's now they don't have to try thing. as hard because she's gonna be 89. <laughs> she I saw wow. her uh probably on the Instagram. It was an interview she had done and she was telling a story about how she has this phone. She doesn't know how to use it. But now the story makes more sense. And her friend was with a young a young gentleman who was a big fan. He's like, do you mind? Can you call my friend? It's his birthday. He would love it. And she's like, yeah, okay. So she's like, oh, I'm going to take a bath first. So she took a bath, and she got out of the bath, and she called the guy, and she didn't realize she was on FaceTime. Oh, <laughs> she no. She gave the guy quite a birthday present. <laughs> and now that story makes more sense. But also, you could say the same thing about me when you're like, oh, this story makes sense. She doesn't know how to use her phone. Like, at any given time, I'm like, what is happening? That's Make we, it do this. That's why we call Ann Nana. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Nana. Okay, Nana. <laughs> wow, what a powerhouse of celebrity birthdays. That was a good one. Although, I, uh, like I said before, this one site that I use, I mean, you have to go through so many internet celebrities and mm. YouTube and TikTok stars that sure. no one knows or cares about. Like, Amy's birthday wasn't even on that. Unacceptable. So I haven't found really any better source for these birthdays, but all I can say is it's flawed. 
We get it. <laughs> well, you, listen, it's you're flawed. Well, they also remember back in the day, it was like Margot Martindale or something on there either. Right. I had to find, I found that some other way. So they they miss actual famous, talented people. Right. For, and they, but they include a lot of like, who the hell are these people? No one yeah. cares. We get it. You are doing the Lord's work, Wendy. I try. Day in and day out. That's right. We want to acknowledge these celebrities on the days of their birth. At least some Very of them. Uh, speaking of nothing to do with that, uh, I did <laughs> Wow, see. what a segue. She's good, right? Because <laughs> I had works, nothing else. She works in television. Hey, I'm not a writer, man. I push buttons. Uh, I did go see the Marvels again oh, because cool. we talked a lot about that on our last podcast and how much we enjoyed it. And I thought, yeah. number one, and then I kind of thought, well, what if I go back and I don't like it as much or or just plus I just do I want to just go see a movie again. I got things to do. I, I really don't have things to do. But so I ended up <laughs> going partly because I wanted to just support it, you know, because of all the negativity around it. And, yes. oh, it's not making any money. And so I thought, well, I'm going to go see it again. It was a ha- decently. I mean, there were. 12 plus people in the little theater on a okay. Friday afternoon. Okay. But uh, after seeing it again, I will say I can see why, like, it is slight, you know, it is like, it's, it's a fun movie. There's not a whole lot of like depth and weight, you know, I mean, they have nice moments here, you know, yeah, emotional moments, but it's mainly just a fun, fun movie. I still just, I, I, I think the woman cast is the villain. She did a good job. I just didn't necessarily like the casting. That's of fair. it That's but fair. i mean i think she did good you know i don't think she was bad i just feel like i don't know i just it didn't that villain didn't have the weight that i would have and she just seemed young which okay is fine the rest of them are young you weren't going to cast a man as the villain because it'd be like oh they just cast women beating up on a guy you know right exactly but but it was fun and there were parts that i still crack up at and <laughs> i still very much enjoyed it and and good. really I, my favorite part was oh it's cool it's carol you know and she falls to the ground from the and they're scared as the Ms. Marvel. But anyways, it's and I I still the cats, the Farkins <laughs> running around to the song memory. It's just classic. And I just laughed yeah. and laughed at that. And then the audience was laughing too. I mean, you know, it's just gotten so much unfair negativity that I thought I'm gonna see it again. And I enjoyed it. And sat a lot, through a lot, a lot of bad 80 press. minutes of trailers beforehand. And of course. <laughs> I have not seen it. Um I understand there are cats in it. Lots. Lots. A lot uh, of cats. Are any cats harmed in this? Not at all. No, I will safe. not be emotionally no, no. distraught by and animals in this no, one. No, 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 no. You know, if I, if that were the case, I would not be praising it. Okay. And no, I would not uh, stand by. It's, it's, the cats are more powerful than the people. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I hope I it's going to be out for a while yet because I know I want to go see it with uh, my son I don't know. for sure. I mean, it's starting to get. I mean, it's starting to get a little less, and you know, other films are starting to show I up. Probably and go this week. Probably, I don't. I don't know how long it's going to be out. I mean, there's still it's still in theaters. It's just, uh, you know, Beyonce's movie showed up, and uh, sure, other movies are showing up, and Aquaman's going to come in and take over, and okay. which it could do just as well as the Marvels, and people will praise it. Exactly. Well, and like, I mean, that's interesting to me. The whole Aquaman thing. I thought, I thought that DC was not moving forward with i don't know we'll i think this was already later. in the works or done okay. maybe so uh i have no um, idea but i fell asleep in the first one a little bit i saw really? it by myself in Cary, north carolina i was visiting my friend and she had to work so i'm like well, go see aquaman i've been out for a long time nice it's the only one in the theater and i dozed a little bit 
So Bob Iger, everybody's favorite Disney CEO, who won't he won't just go away. Um, he was doing an interview, and I sent this to you, I think, Wendy. <clears throat> I forget where it was, but he basically said the reason that the Marvels has tanked is because they were stretched so thin, the studio was stretched so thin with COVID and stuff that they didn't have enough network ex- uh, studio executives on set to supervise. And as someone who works with studio execs, you don't need more of their input. I will say that. <laughs> their, right. their input is never really mm, integral to the creative process, let's just say. So So Bob, Bob, sit down. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, Bob. I always like Bob, but now he's starting to get a little, like, he's, don't, like he's weird. trying to it's pass off blame or I don't yeah. know. Uh, yeah. Do Bob, we want to make the Disney Mafia mad on this podcast? <laughs> I, mean, I am part of the Disney Mafia. I'm not against it. I like, I mean, I'm. De- he's definitely better than the Chapik or whatever that tried to come in and fill his shoes. And, and now I think he says he's definitely leaving in, what is it, 2026 or something? Sure. We'll see. I mean, I think there's a lot of good things. I mean, this is this is this wasn't Kevin Feige or whatever. This was Iger, Bob Iger. So whatever, dude. Just get out of the way and you don't know. <laughs> yeah, Feige, I, I will say it's come out, I guess, I don't know, last night or tonight that they're saying we're not because there was talk of like bringing back Scarlett Johansson, Robert Downey Jr. because mm-hmm. Marvel's kind of floundering and we want to, you know, because people love them. They want the originals back and I try to find a way to get them back. And he came out and he's like, no, we're not bring him back iron man like we basically we worked so hard to perfect his arc to give him the story and a perfect ending moment and we don't want to ruin that we're not bringing him back which nor should they i'm impressed that he said that and people are like yeah but you'll bring back a different iron man from the alternate universe so (laughs) we'll see but i hope they don't as much as he's my favorite one i don't want him back don't mess with what you did he is my favorite of all the mans (laughs) me too (laughs) <laughs> um, and also, I mean, to, you know, yeah, uh, I pay for Disney Plus. I I spend money going to Disneyland. Like, let's not get it twisted. I'm a huge Disney head, but doesn't mean like we can't criticize Thanks. some decisions. No, for sure. You know, so bring it on, Disney Mafia. And yeah, having, like our Disney sponsorship. <laughs> Mickey shows up with like a crowbar to intimidate you. Speaking of, me. did you did you see that there was a streaker at Disneyland? Yes. Okay, he was something. That boy ain't right. There's something oh, wrong. for no, sure, Scott. something's not good. Yeah, <laughs> he, he jumped out, out of the boat evident. at the. Uh, it's a small world, and just Without... sat in that little pool spot like he was in the spa with his friends. <laughs> oh man, get out of there, buddy! It was sad to see, actually. Like it was comical for a second, and then it was like, oh, oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He thinks heard... he's with. People, <laughs> I heard people that were they like they were yelling to basically they were scared he was going to hurt the ride. I think it was like security. they were concerned for him, which I wouldn't I have been were... either. Like you're an idiot, get off yeah. there, don't break Small World, please, sir. Yeah. You're going I, to more fall. than I like you. Yeah, no, don't destroy the little Small World children. <laughs> Put your pants back on. Get back in your boat, you idiot. Oh boy, <laughs> inappropriate. Oh, speaking of Disneyland, you know they wonder. have their candlelight processional. That I didn't know they had it here. I knew I've been to the one at Epcot where it's like it's basically the Christmas story from like the Bible. And, you know, they read the thing that they have oh. a choir and then they sing. And okay. it's it was really beautiful. I saw it years ago. I can't remember who the uh, the host, but they have celebrities come and like do the reading part. Okay. And then the choir sings and it's this beautiful thing. And I didn't know they do it here, but apparently it's a lot harder to actually go to. Like, there's invited people and they have seats. And oh. if you're like, some people like run in the door and grab their spot and they'll literally sit there all day to catch a 
showing of it. Hmm. And they only do it for a couple weekends. But never heard of this. Yeah, it's. I didn't know they. Yeah, I didn't know they had it here. Uh, but uh, last night Brie Larson was the uh, celebrity uh, narrator That's of nice. the event, and there was. I guess there'd been speculation on is it her or a few other people that they thought it might could have been. Oh. And then they were like, "Oh, Brie Larson's been spotted at the parks, but that doesn't mean she's doing it." But yeah, she was the celebrity narrator. But they have like That's Neil nice. Patrick Harris has done it. Um, you know, so they get some big name people yeah. that go and. I think Kurt Russell did it last year. They said, you know, so random. You never know who's going to show up. I don't. I think they publicize it at Epcot, but maybe not here. But I hear, I'm sure you have a lot better chance of getting somebody to just show up for a night. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I've never heard. Yeah, so Brie Brie Larson was there at Disneyland. If they didn't like Brie, they wouldn't invite her to do stuff like this. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Everybody likes Brie with a little apple. (laughs) Warm it up a little bit. (laughs) Little crackers. Okay. Mm. Now I want crackers and cheese. We jump into the old mail sack. Oh my gosh. Jumping, jumping. And I'm first. Yeah, you are. I got to get my bearings. Let's see. Who do I have an email from? That would be Carrie. Oh. Carrie says, hey, y'all. Ooh. And that's the subject and the first line. Hey, y'all. I like the good use of the word y'all. Uh, I haven't been able to write for a couple of weeks because my nephew has been super sick in an ICU. Oh, Never fear, though, because he's home now and doing just fine. He's 11 years Ooh. old and is the closest thing I will ever have to a kid, so needless mm. to say, I spoil him. Oh, well, That's good. I'm glad. He's doing good. Yeah. That was a scary start to her first email. <laughs> yeah, glad he's okay. Um, I've been trying to do more things on my long to-do list, and I have always been DC girl, but I've been trying to get up get caught up on all the Marvel movies, mainly thanks to Haley Steinfeld joining the Marvel Universe. I am currently on Iron Man Age of Ultron. Actually, it's Avengers Age of Ultron. So I'm getting there. (laughs) You're getting there. Um, But a funny story relating to this is at my second job the other day, uh, and we were finishing up a total knee replacement, and the male PA said, well, I went to see the new Captain Marvel movie the other day, and even though I heard it had really bad reviews... I don't know why it had bad reviews because it was really good. It was really funny, too. Mm-hmm. I said, well, it's because all these dudes who probably still live with their parents in their parents' basements <laughs> leave all these crappy reviews because they hate seeing a female lead in a Marvel movie. And the look on his face was priceless. He legit said, I never thought about that at all. That movie was really good. And those guys suck. <laughs> made, I made my day to see this dude just be a Marvel fan and enjoy the movie, regardless of who the lead was. That is so rare, especially where I live. So it definitely made my day. Good. That's awesome. That's so yeah. cool. Glad. I feel like I feel like this is a movie that when people it hits Disney Plus and people are just like, oh, I'll check it out for free. They'll be like, oh crap, that was actually really good. You know? I bet you're totally right, and I think yeah. it would probably do great. Yeah. Uh, in the second market, and like you know, uh, rentals and on Disney Plus for yeah. sure. I also Some... don't see like why wouldn't guys want to see a hot chick in a tight uniform. Because she's more powerful than most of the other Avengers. And God forbid a woman isn't there to be rescued, but there to rescue people. Please. (laughs) (laughs) Come rescue me. It's fine. Step on me. Whatever. I know. Hey, listen. Brie can do whatever she wants. Was there this? I can't remember. Did we talk about this? Was there this kind of... uh, 
backlash when and i feel like it got a little buried because it was during covid but when black widow came out was there the same kind of doesn't feel like i don't it. remember I it because but... she was an og avenger maybe yeah and because she doesn't have any special power she's just an assassin that's she's true cool and maybe i don't know but you're right Wendy. there's a difference right the feeling i yeah thinking about what what critics and the fanboys feel about black Widow, and they love scarlet so witch different. They love Scarlet Witch too. Yeah, so something f- about, and what I don't know. I think Bree made some comments about. I don't care what the boys think. You know, there it's was probably more like a- one boy. It's probably one boy in his mom's basement with <laughs> a bot just doing bad. It could be a lot of bots, You're right? Yeah, <clears throat> bots yeah. are everywhere. It's, it's very frustrating. Uh, Carrie continues. Once I get all these Marvel movies watched, I'm going to start the Star Wars movies finally. So you guys will have to tell me the proper order to watch them once I finally do. Like I said, it was never for lack of interest, just the fact that I was never exposed to them. Um, This is the segment where I keep pushing women's basketball on you ones. (laughs) ones. Can I just say the Women's Basketball Hall of Fame is in East Tennessee and for good reason. Oh, yeah, because Tennessee's powerhouse. I do know that. However, y'all early were. However, y'all need to watch some women's Iowa basketball. Caitlin Clark is a once in a life, once of a lifetime player. Hmm. They have even had to have some of the games in football stadiums because all of her home and away games have been sold out for months. Whoa. But anyways, happy holidays to you all. And yes, I do know who Caitlin Clark is. Oh, look at Wendy. Uh, I remember watching her play. Yeah, she's like all really. I, I think yeah, I think I've. Yeah, no, I knew I do know who Caitlin Clark was because I remember she was like a big deal because she's really good and Amazing. she she was getting a lot of attention back in the last year, was it? Okay, cool. But yeah, I do. Yeah, she's she is really good. Um, yeah, it's Star Wars. Let us know, Carrie, when you're ready because yes. we will give you. Uh, what opinions. do you think, Cat? In release order or chronological order? I think release order because there's stuff that you'll get spoiled. That's I mean, true. I'm assuming Carrie knows all the big spoilers just because she's a human if on you this don't, planet. Yeah. But yeah, I think release order is the way to go because then you kind of, you know, it's, yeah. there's stuff that you learn in the prequels. That's why it's a prequel. It's stuff that you mm. kind of, I don't know. That's my, that's my personal opinion. I agree. I agree. But it'd yeah. be interesting. It, I, I, it'd be interesting to have the mind of someone who was watching them like from, you know, prequels through original through sequels just to see how it processes yeah, for someone same. like that. Yes. We'll never yeah, know. I'm curious <laughs> if you watched them in the in the order story-wise they go. Yeah. For the very like? first time versus like would it make it easier to understand? I don't know. <laughs> it might. I don't know. It'd be a whole different experience that I can't imagine. It's a good and, question. And then you watch like solo, then row one before you even get to the the, the originals. Right. And then watch all the cartoons animated series <laughs> before the sequels or before like you know in the right order just watch everything and even Andor, just watch everything in its order wonder what that would be like that would be kind of that's a cool idea it'll take a while but that's a cool idea yeah true we got time <laughs> what are we doing we'll wait <clears throat> uh i have an email from abby two great not abby number one abby two <laughs> Hey guys, I wanted to let you know that I signed up for Hulu specifically to watch A Murder at the End of the World based on Wendy's praise of the show. Wendy's so excited right now. <laughs> Wendy gets a kickback. I'm, <laughs> I'm hooked and can't wait to uh, wait to see how it ends. Great recommendation. 
After last week's podcast, I also watched Quiz Lady and thought it was cute and a fun movie. Definitely, definitely worth the watch. I watched that. That was a cute one. It's good, right? Yeah, it's funny. Um, since you guys are batting a thousand with recommendations, is there anything else on Hulu specifically that I should watch and add to my list? I've already mm, added Oak Island. <laughs> yeah. Timely. What's up, Abby, too? <laughs> I'm not sure how long it will take me to get through 11 seasons, though. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Also, I'll just start with the current season and work my way backwards. I think that's smart. Uh, yeah. Uh, the recap of the first episode of Encounters mm. was great. I don't have Netflix right now, so I was wondering if you guys would consider recapping the remaining three episodes any and all alien content is great happy holidays abby too oh Thanks, abby, abby. <laughs> you can be assured we will be recapping the other episodes of encounters in fact i'd be all over that right now but cat hasn't seen it yet i watched episode yeah. two and i'm all fascinated with it wendy's uh, already down the rabbit hole oh i'm down the rabbit hole uh, <laughs> just in a nutshell the short story description of that episode is Apparently in 1994, a group of young, like five to eight, nine, ten-year-old kids in a little small school in Zimbabwe had a mass sighting of a UFO. Some even saw the alien or whatever beings that were with the UFO. Some had telepathic communication with them. And uh, yeah, it's this huge sighting and experience that I've never heard of till this and now there's apparently another documentary about it I've watched other videos about it the kids now have like not wavered on their stories 30 years almost 30 years later mm. it's a yeah we're gonna get into that oh, is this yeah. like a true this is a true story yes. show yes it's a Spielberg it's called Encounters it's on Netflix it's a Spielberg produced very well produced that's a scary documentary uh, the first one was about a UFO sighting in Texas um, yeah, but there these are these massive events that have happened that I had so far over two, having ever heard of them before. And I lived in Same. near the first sighting when it happened, and I still don't remember anything about it. So we will they don't want you to remember they raced your mind. Maybe, maybe. But it's, um, the first one was kind of spooky. Was this, is the second one kind of creepy and spooky? Wendy? You know what? The creepiest part was because they show the interviews with the little kids from back mm. in the day and oh, just... Boy. Just watching these innocent children just talk about their experiences and oh. including one, uh, the creepiest moment to me is this little girl being interviewed. And again, we're going to talk about this together, but they're asking her about that there was a sound it made. And he's like, oh, what kind? And she looks scared even while Aww. she's talking to him. And like, well, is it like a machine, like a, like a whirring? And she's like, no, it was like someone playing a flute and just the idea of hearing a flute like sound while you're seeing a ufo freaked me the hell out so wow. but yeah the, the creek and it's 1994 and it looks like it's shot in 1974 like you forget it's it's like vhs the quality's kind of rough and it just has this creepy like back in the past these kids are being interviewed about wow. and they're so sincere and they're so you know and it's, there's a whole lot more to talk about that we will definitely talk okay. about yeah, um yeah i gotta watch it okay. uh so glad you're watching Murder at the End of the World. Yes, it is an incredibly good show. I can't imagine where it's going to go. I'm very excited to see how it ends. Uh, but I don't want it to end because I really like it. Um, as far as Hulu, I was just looking up original Hulu shows. And the only one hmm. that I've watched that I really enjoyed was Devs. D-E-V-S. Devs. Um, it was like a heuristic so uh, tech 
company based mystery kind of cool. Nick Offerman's in it. Oh, um, yeah, I never saw that. I liked it. It was good. I liked it. And uh, I forget the other lady's name that I liked that was in that movie or show. But uh, yeah, it was cool. It was That's the only one that I am looking at that I would mm. say I've seen and would recommend. There you go. So, um, yeah, that was a very timely email because we've yes. just been talking about all those Thanks. things. So Abby, too. It's like your inner head. Thank you. And Quiz Lady, I still definitely plan to watch. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. Yeah, it's very cute. I have an email, and it's from Mish, and the Mish. subject is, this subject is subjective. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, snoppers. Haven't written in a while, but I'm still listening. Attached is the proof via my Spotify wrapped for the year. That's right. Wrapped is out, everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody's Spotify wrapped uh, stats are out. I have to assume my fellow Knights of Snoplot are the other top 3% of mega listeners. The actual music section of my Spotify wrapped was dominated by songs from a ship-centric playlist I made, the soundtrack from a gay video game, DLC, and my gym playlist, a friend made, which is themed like the sort of songs that one of the characters from the aforementioned ship would listen to while working out, which is to say the fan brain rot is real and it's powerful. DLC, do we know what this video game is? No. Nope. I know TLC, the band. No. No. Okay. <laughs> so powerful, in fact, that I've had to force myself to stop writing fan fiction until the end of the year so I can finish some of the many, many, many other tasks which I've been putting off. Forcibly removing myself from all the creepy data collection sites out there. Check. Christmas shopping. Check. Rereading Murderbot and in progress house hunting oh dear god let's not speak of it oh boy that's a lot hey cat just real yes. quick i think um dlc i googled it and i think it just means downloadable content game so i don't know that that's not like the name of the game it just okay. means a game with downloadable content Okay. I may be wrong, but. Well, Mish, well, Mish please let us know. Yeah, yeah, you will clarify and tell us how dumb we are. Yes. <laughs> of it. Ed- educate us dummies about what. <laughs> Unless the I'm wrong, and there is a game called that, that. But that's all I could find for DLC. Okay. Well, thank you for looking. Mish continues. I haven't started watching A Murder at the End of the World yet. It's on my lengthy to-do list, but at least I do have a new show to get me through this period of forced adulting. My boss and a coworker kept going on and on about their favorite show, The Curse of Oak Island. And it's <laughs> when he's excited again. And it sounded so, so silly to me, but I gave it a shot just to have something on the background while I cleaned. Turns out it's a delight. It's like football in that I only have to pay attention for a few seconds at a time <laughs> and all the dramatic speculation fizzles out in a comfort, comfortingly predictable way. But there's always that slight chance that something might go different. And that hooks right into the gambling pleasure center of my brain. Good Bingo. Stuff. Do recommend. I'm sure there's lots of other stuff from the past few months worth of episodes that I could, should comment on, but I can't remember them all. So instead, I'll just say I hope all of your respective trips, vacations, surgeries, temporal anomalies go well, went well, will have gone well. And I'm sorry for the parts that don't, didn't shan't. (laughs) I'm off to write, I'm off to add, write an email to snop to my to-do list so I can cross it off. Well done. Also, tell us what embar- what embarrassing secrets your Spotify rap says about you. Um, <clears throat> Mish, this is a great email. 
So this is, um, okay, there's going to be a trend in a couple of more emails. So, so far, I think all of our emails have mentioned Oak Island. Am I correct in saying that? It's scary because uh, that means someone's listening to us and, well, and taking our recommendations. So what we did, so last weekend, I'm sure you listened, but I'll remind you, we, we you know, <laughs> Wendy and I, when Tara's away, Wendy and I talk about like, Whatever you feel like. Whatever, like so paranormal stuff. If one is away, all of a sudden it goes haywire. <laughs> exactly. And at the end of it, we were like, hey, because Tara hates Oak Island, let's, if any, can you just email us and tell us how much you love it? So I think this is what's happening. Mm. Oh, that's so we right. Have to, we'll have to do it again when we know Tara's coming back. And if like, you just flood the emails with just Oak Island content, that'd be great. So hold off on that. If this is genuinely like you like it, Mish, that's awesome. Thank you. And if this is you trying to troll Tara, thank you as well. But, um, but you're going to need to have to do it again. Yeah, later. you're going to have to do this all over well, again. We'll have like a magic code word or something. <laughs> I love go, it. It's go time. Bobby Dazzler. <laughs> um, and Mish included a couple screen grabs from her unwrapped. Uh, and look at us right there at the top. Of a podcast that you love. It's not unwrapped. What is it? Is it wrapped? It's wrapped. (laughs) (laughs) Unwrapped is the behind the scenes expose. Wrapped. Thank you, Anne, for correcting me. Unwrapped is like the cheap version. And then, yeah, look at that um, proof that Mish is in the top three percent of our uh, of our listening uh, of our fans, and that's so fun to see. Wow, over almost 2,900 minutes <laughs> Mish has joined us with uh, for, wow, that's a lot of us yammering on about stuff. Do you, you don't <laughs> do Spotify, do you? Yeah, a little bit. I do a little Spotify. Do you? Yeah. Do you, do you have the premium version so you get your wraps? I do. I started the year with premium and then the strike happened. And so we, we, I went off the premium. Downsized. I downsized. <laughs> um, but yeah, my, I, my number one podcast, I'm not surprised. It's something that none of you listen to. It's called Not Another D&D Podcast. Mm-hmm. And then because I share my account with my wife, Leah, who I'm married to, all the top artists are people I've never listened to. So it's, it's, not, it's not a fun, it's not a fun thing for me. It's like people who are like, my number one was like a kid's bop song. And they're like, thanks (laughs) to my children. Exactly. What about you, Anne? I know you're a big Spotifyer. Yeah. uh, I honestly got Spotify because of Wrapped two years ago. Like, I was so like, I want that to happen. (laughs) Uh, My number one artist was Taylor Swift. And then my my number one song was uh, Unholy by Sam Smith. It's like such a dirty, boppy song. I I didn't realize I listened to it so much, but apparently I did. And my number one podcast was, unfortunately, not you guys, but you were <laughs> my number two podcast. Okay, we'll take it. We'll take it. Do you want to uh, want to plug your number one? Yeah, it was This Might Get Weird, Oh, which is a funny comedy podcast with Grace Helbig and Mamrie Hart. I will check it out. Two L.A., um, they were like some of the OG YouTubers, mm. but they do oh, wow. comedy stuff and they're, they're pretty funny. Okay. I'll check that out. Lighthearted. Wendy, Wendy do, you... do you Spotify? I don't a lot, but here's the thing. As soon as you're reading that, I went to see if it would tell me anything because I don't really use it, but it came up with, with, you know, my list of here's your most played song, blah, blah, blah. And it said it was Wham Bam Shangling by Silver, to which my thought was, what the hell is that song? I would Is that what I listened to? So I was just playing it, 
Uh-oh. And it was uh, one of the songs from Guardians of the Galaxy oh. 3. Um, so back when that came out, I was listening on Spotify to um, a lot of music from that, uh, all the Got different it. Guardians of the Galaxies. So that that was in, I guess that was in um, the third one. Okay. Uh, but it, um, yeah, so that's most of my uh sound songs that i listened to on spotify were just because i was listening to songs Got from it. the guardians of the galaxy films and so that's i guess i listened to that one the most got it okay. you know so that's all i don't really do a lot on spotify so it didn't say anything about podcasts or anything like that it just said you listen to that song the most <laughs> so there we have it <laughs> Like you were obsessed with this song. <laughs> I was I was listening to a lot of Guardian songs because you know I mean we talked about Guardians three and how traumatizing it was and then uh, you just went as I saw it, in then, the fields. And then, well and well but then I was they kept playing during that time they would play the first two over and over so mm -hmm. I was seeing those a lot and really was like I really like these and the soundtrack so I would listen to them so I mean the soundtracks are like ridiculously good. It's such a big part of the movie is all the music. So yeah, Right. And I get, um, that. I get that. Yeah, it was um yeah, I think it was from uh this last one. I don't even remember. Maybe it was from the first one. Yeah, I still two. I I still I can't. I don't think I can watch that movie. It's gonna be it, a while, I think. I'm me. fine with it now. I mean it's still sad, but honestly the thinking about it was worse than the watching it and dealing with it. So but anyway. All right. I got mail okay. from Heather. Happy holidays. Hi, nerds. Another great podcast with Kat and Wendy, the dynamic duo. <laughs> Sorry to hear about Tara's accident. This past February, my pickup truck was hit by a distracted driver who blew through a stop sign. Oh, Unfortunately, my truck was a total loss. Yeah, that just sucks. Mm -hmm. uh, luckily, my truck kept me safe and I didn't suffer a single ache or pain. Whoa. One of my co-workers was not so lucky and had a similar accident in a car at the same intersection and has been out of work since April. <gasps> wow. Oh. I had my truck for 13 years, and I still miss it. My new truck's heated seats, which I was not specifically looking for, are proving to be a comfort to me as we begin another New England winter. Nice. They are great. I even use them here um, in L.A. I have one comment about your conversation about the flirkin scene from the Marvels. I think the version of Memories playing in the background was the version sung by OBE, the most excellent order of the British Empire winner actress oh. Elaine Page. I'm not knocking Barbara Streisand, but you should give some credit to the original West End Grizabella. Uh, I only said that because I think the director herself said she used Barbara's version oh. in the movie. Um, hmm. But I, you know, um, I'm looking that up now. But I feel like she... And it, could be wrong but i feel like uh she did say something about hmm. uh it being barbara's so i'll look that up just to be sure well, i wouldn't want to look at the credits you know yeah i'll do that once you yeah once check you that know. out i'll keep reading um might I recommend the Netflix film Nyad to add to your viewing list? As a kid, I remember Diane Nyad being in the wide world of sports. Other than that, I didn't know much about her career. Annette Benning and Jodie Foster's acting is excellent in this film, and I still can't believe... Oh, it's a spoiler. Do I want to read this? Oh. Oh, Did you well, guys no. watch it? We it's talked the point about of the film. it. We well, spoiler. It. Uh, I haven't watched it yet, but I want. Okay. I plan to. 
Um, Diane, it just says, I can't believe Diane swam nonstop from Cuba to Key West in her 60s. So it's kind of a spoiler, but that's actually what the film's about. So it's not a spoiler. It's not really. (laughs) That's kind of the whole thing. We know how it um, ends. Right. Uh, if it said like twist alert, she drowned, then I would like, I didn't know that, but no, she didn't. Uh, this Thanksgiving, I watched the Green Bay game. And of course, America's team, the Cowboys, QB's love and Prescott were entertaining. I thought Dolly's performance was great, but there were a lot of haters out there. Or always are. The woman is a legend and a philanthropist of the highest caliber. She gave money for COVID research, gives library books to children, scholarships to her Dollywood employees to go to college, and saves fucking bald eagles. In my opinion, (laughs) she can rock that cowboy cheerleader uniform all year long. I hope you all stay safe this holiday season and don't get picked up by any strange UFOs, Heather. I'm, I'm like, Come on, UFOs. Well, let's see what you got. Uh, no, Wendy, please don't. <laughs> Do not tempt no, me. No, let's enough. not. We need I, a good 2024. <laughs> Boy, so do we. Boy, I, do we. Um, I looked up the soundtrack, and according to IMDb, uh, it is, in fact, the Barbara Streisand version of Memory. That So so I think Ellen, Elaine Page, was, is this... Did the show start uh, in London? It must have, right? It's Andrew Lloyd Webber. He's uh, British, right? I don't know. Oh, boy. We have... See, I always associate memory with Betty Buckley because my parents worked with her back in their pageant days. So I always just think of Betty Buckley. Interesting. I don't know who was first. I don't know who originally sang memory. Um, It's fine. Sang memory. Can you imagine what would we, how would people do podcasts? Okay. (laughs) Elaine Page originated it. So there you go. So she original cast. Shout out to Elaine Page. She did originate it. Um, Shout out. Yeah. But I guess they did use Barbara's version for the, for the film. Mm-hmm. There you go. I watched Nyad. It was good. It wasn't as great as I thought it was going to be. Okay. Uh, it's mostly terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> mostly Terror. fucking terrifying. All I'm going to heard- say is the jellyfish. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And oh, nighttime? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's so creepy. Fuck that. No. Yeah. I don't. Oh, thank you. There's. Like there's drive and then there's a little bit of. <laughs> I've heard it that people said it was really good and the acting was great, but it there people come away thinking, wow, Diane Nyad's not really a person you want to necessarily hang out with. Oh, she's difficult. She's kind of narcissistic and obsessed with this, and I mean, yeah. I haven't seen it, so I don't know. But she's all about herself. Yeah. Um, Interesting. And I wanted it to be more gay. Mm. <laughs> they really the, missed a chance to. The trailer looks gay i feel the like the trailer totally looks well, gay gay and they they're just... gay but they're not gay together right um but there could have been gay like it was all just about the swimming <laughs> in the I water don't see jody foster and i like annette benning too but i mean come on i love jody. both i love both. yeah yeah they could have been more gay oh <sighs> I was going to say, speaking of gay, but I have no idea. I got an email um, from... (laughs) Okay. I have an email from Beck. Who is very gay, for the record. (laughs) And we say... Oh, okay. I'm not going to start over. Because I was like, is this, we say, hey, Beck, hey, but first I got to read, hey, nerds. And then we do that. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I have an email from Beck. The subject is no subject whatsoever. Always. No. Typical Beck. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, nerds. 
Hey, hey back. So my birthday was freaking awesome. As you guys know, I took Oscar to Sydney for an early Christmas present for him and a birthday present for myself to see a Jurassic World exhibition. Yes. Ooh. You know how you like those dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot stress this enough. It was fucking awesome. How awesome was it, Beck? <laughs> the second you walk in, bam, a ginormous Brachiosaurus is right in front of you. The rest is a blur of excitement Aww. and adrenaline. I lost my absolute <laughs> shit when Rexy came out. It was crazy when she roared. The whole place shook. <laughs> Can you imagine it for a child? How insane so, this must be. Right? So fun. <laughs> it was the best. Oscar and I were so giddy the entire time. Both our faces had massive grins from the <laughs> second we got there until like four hours later. Oh, That's very sweet. Yeah. We also visited the largest Lego store in the Southern Hemisphere, while we were in Sydney, Whoa. they had some awesome builds all throughout the store. There were a heap of really big minifigs, a giant eucalyptus tree with animals all through, and a giant mural wall of the Sydney Opera House. Hmm. Oscar and I are no longer allowed to go away together without a sensible adult <laughs> present. <laughs> we went to Sydney with a single backpack and came back with said backpack as well as a large suitcase. <laughs> Between the Lego store and the exhibition gift shop, we spent up big. <laughs> go big or go home, Beck. Mm. Have any of you guys watched Monarch, Legacy of Monsters on Apple TV? Oh, I just saw an ad for that. What's uh, it about? I, I don't know. It says, I have not seen it. I randomly stumbled across the trailer for it and was wondering if it's any good. If I'm being honest, though, I don't really care if it's any good. I'll still watch it. <laughs> Anything Godzilla and the Titans related is going to be a hit with me. I have no idea. I just remember seeing that header yeah, when I was I flipping think, through. I think I saw the trailer as well. And I think it's got, yeah, like a bunch of Godzilla and other type monsters in it. A bunch of people running around trying to catch them or something. All right. Well, Monarch, I was thinking oh. butterflies, but apparently well, it's not giant butterflies. Mothra wasn't Mothra. Uh, like a big moth, yeah, <laughs> butterflyish kind of thing. A hundred percent. That's terrifying. All right. Well, uh, we'll uh, yeah, more to come <laughs> on that. That's Can you guys? Oh, by the way, back, back. Uh, I, do you not real like quick. Moths? Yeah. Moth? I mean, not when they're big like Mothra. Um, back. Are you going to see Godzilla minus one? That's my question. If you love Godzilla, because I didn't even know this thing existed, and all of a sudden, apparently, it's this amazingly good ninety-seven percent positive Rotten Tomato movie that people are loving. Minus so, one. are you going to go see it? I want to see this now, really bad. Godzilla is it a minus Godzilla one. plus one. Is it like Godzilla goes to a wedding without a date? I don't know, but it's, it's be it. supposed to be really good, and I might just truck to the theater to see oh, it. Oh, it's it's a Japanese produced. Yeah, film. interesting. Okay, it's apparently really really good. Is so. it subtitled? I hope so. Forget it. I'm out. <laughs> deal deal breaker. <laughs> Done. Uh, <laughs> Beck goes on to say, can you guys believe it's December already? What no. the hell? I bloody love Christmas, but I hate whoever thought of these stupid elves on a shelf. Oh, tell me about it. I complained about it last year to you guys as well. But seriously, Christmas was so much more fun when I didn't have to remember to move a stupid elf each night. Honestly, thinking up new ideas for this elf all the time is one of the biggest challenges I faced as a parent. <laughs> Love you guys. Bex. XX. 
listen. It's B-Rex, by the way. It's B-Rex. It's, oh, B-Rex. B-Rex. That's funny. I get it. Instead of T-Rex. <laughs> oh, I missed it. Uh, as a parent, mm. I was gifted an elf on a shelf one year. Oh, lucky you. Mm. And I was nice. like, fuck that noise. Why do you hate me? And I sold it on Facebook Marketplace to another mom who was looking for one one year. And I was like, I have one still brand new in the box because I am not waking up to move that thing every night. No, you can just say no. He, <laughs> elf could die in a fiery no, crash. No, 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 no. Maybe Elf moves away. Maybe reassigned. Um, a dinosaur a eats um, the elf on a shelf. <laughs> Who wins yeah. dinosaurs? Maybe it's time for dinosaurs to win. Maybe, yeah, maybe the elf on the shelf is replaced in Beck's home with a, a, a dinosaur. Dino on a desktop. <laughs> Dino. Oh, I love it. it rolls <laughs> off the tongue. Put a, put a trademark on that. Uh I never, um, that's one of those weird things. Like, I didn't grow up with Elf on the Shelf. Because I remember, I remember I when people after, started talking about it, I had never heard yeah. of Elf on the Shelf. I think it's, af, it's, it, it's after all of our yeah. childhoods. Because that's Listen, a new thing. It's me. ridiculous. It's, I believe, <laughs> Pinterest started it. Who knows? But, like, in my household, we have St. Nicholas comes to do stocking. Great. Then we also do Hanukkah. And we do Christmas. It's too much. It's a like, lot. That's plenty. If I add Elf on a Shelf in there, no <laughs> way. And people get crazy, too. If you, like, see on Instagram and stuff. Yeah. People do crazy, like, vignettes with this damn elf. Elaborate. Yeah. It's yeah. too much. It's like a full-time job. Exactly. Um, well, I, oh, no, oh, well, I just want to go back to one more thing in this email. Lego store. Oh, right. You know what? I'm kind of been jonesing for like, I kind of want to get one of those big old massive Lego things. Like after talking to Jackie, you know, she does a lot of Lego things. And like, I actually saw Do a commercial. It. Like they're really starting Treat to push yourself. like adults welcome Lego, like these massive Lego things that I kind of in the mood to like you can get a make a Lego Titanic for six hundred and seventy dollars. I don't Ooh, think I'll do that. Let's start don't smaller. do that. Just maybe, you love yeah. Lego, right? And you're I a Lego mean, head. I have so many Legos, you guys. Like yeah. I buy sets and don't open them. I <laughs> I buy sell two. one to Wendy. I buy two. I buy one to keep and one to build. It's oh, really wow. really yeah, not I all didn't of know them. That. Yeah, Whoa. I have like the friends no set. Idea. I was like, someday this here's the thing. If if you look it up, the price of Lego is a so more solid investment than hmm. gold. Whoa. Really? Really? Because, um, and then I, I just have bins and bins. Like, I have, like, 60-gallon totes of wow. bulk Lego because I was just buying Legos by the pound from people on Facebook for a long time. Whoa. I have this dream of doing, like, an after-school, like, you come to me and we build Legos thing. I love that. Like those enrichment programs. Anyway, I have a lot of Legos, but they have like really cool botanical ones right now that like are these flowers and succulents. Those are really cool. Wow. Yeah. Like, okay. I've got a lot of really interesting. I love there's a big like Avengers Tower, like the from that the first film, like the battle in Avengers Tower. It's like 500 bucks. There's also like an $850 Millennium Falcon. I don't yeah, know if I'll go that big, but that's it's a lot uh, of money. 
It is. But I kind of, there's some that are like a lot less than that that just look like a fun project. Now with cats, I don't know how that's mm. going to work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like this cool little alpine lodge you can build with Lego. You know, it looks Yeah, fun there's like a cozy. bookstore. There's like little mm-hmm. villages. Very, very cute. Yeah. Yeah. Go I for it. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Uh. <laughs> Okay, well, while Wendy is uh, is on Amazon looking shopping for shopping Legos, for Lego, <laughs> I have an email from AK, hey. and the subject is "This is here." What oh my dudes? Well, I would say it was careless to mislay "This is" like that, but since we found her over here, I guess all's well that ends well, and had the great pleasure of bringing "This is" and her lovely lady friend to the finest pub in the great city of Oxford, a pub so good we all want it to be our local. We saw photos of the pub. It looks pretty epic. looks like a beautiful place. AK continues. Oh, I do wish you'd tell us more about Oak Island. (laughs) We will. I love it. I love it when people understand the assignment. It sounds amazing. Did you say they found a cross? Oh, sure. They did. Was someone for real Seven crucified? Seven years ago. <laughs> was someone for real crucified on Oak Island? They found the murder weapon? Breaking news? Happy birthday, B-Rex. I, you, uh, hold on. Happy birthday, B-Rex. I, you, infant, you, baby, you, more st- striping, you. I don't, I'm sorry, AK. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think they're saying that AK uh, that uh, Beck is just a little baby because they're so young. <laughs> hey, oh, I think, I think yeah, I think Beck is younger than we all thought. It doesn't matter. Hey, I resent you saying. I resent you saying you found a total of zero new friends. Old stick. We not. We may not be in Taz, but we're in your pocket. All you have to do is talk to us. There's normally someone awake at the same time as you. That's right, Beck. You're not alone. We're here. We're here for you. Speaking of ages, what do you think the average age of a snob listener is? Ooh, this mm. is interesting. I know we've had a listener who was just graduating, and I know a whole bunch of us are the same age range as you guys. Demographic is hard to guess. I would love to believe we've got snob tarts in their 80s. If we've got any sept or octogenarians, I would be. Uh, it would be amazing to hear from them. Ooh, general message board broadcast. Here we go. <clears throat> hey, you lot out there. If you think you could maybe qualify as the oldest or the youngest listener, please write in and let us all know. That would be very cool. I love when AK starts producing it for does us. your job for you. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I wish they would do it more. Damn, distracted again. <laughs> Gotta send these things sooner. Ciao for now. AK, which Wendy seems to be pronouncing ack now. Harsh. <laughs> Did I? You did. Well, <laughs> I think that would be um, was a joke. Just a, a joke. compliment because of Amy Acker and how much you love Acker. That's Ack. right. Yeah, that makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're having an Ack attack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. I wonder who our youngest and oldest listener is. That would be a fun a fun thing to find out. Yeah, I'd be curious to know. I guess our uh, whatever those sites are that gives us. Um, data on like how much i guess it doesn't show ages or anything does it it might yeah Yeah. i bet you spotify has more of those type of oh yeah we'll look at we'll look into it when we say we i mean me (laughs) (laughs) just because i don't know where to look no i understand 
I was, that no, was we not, get it. We that get was it. not a that was not a dig at you, Wendy. <laughs> I just don't know. We just we don't have like this vast staff that we can say, hey, um, off off my Liz cake. is our staff. That's Liz. true. Liz, you look actually, it up. <laughs> yeah, Liz, can you figure out what our demo is, please? <laughs> it's gotta um, be in the survey. guys. We have actual mail. <laughs> it came in a box. Physical mail. Uh oh, it's smoking. It's, it is. Deli- is it's it? ticking. No. <laughs> <laughs> And it is made out to snop, so I didn't mm. steal it from my well, See? This, who See? even knows at this? You know why? You should provide proof from now on. <laughs> I will. I promise. This is from Carrie, our friend in Tennessee, who has the great accent. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. There's some things in Are here. This box is in the box. There's a box yes. in the box. Here's a letter. Hey, snop. I was cleaning out some totes at my parents and found these old Xena cards. <gasps> I had some doubles of some uh, and thought you guys uh, thought you guys would love them. There's a lot. There's also a get well present for Tara. Oh, hope you are all doing well, Carrie. All right. Oh, boy. I remember these cards. Do you remember these cards? Oh, heck yeah. I think I have all of them, or at least a lot of them. What are, which ones are those? Oh, those are the game cards I can tell from the back. Yeah. Oh, cool. Xena oh, game cards. That's how fun. How fun was that to buy a box and then see who you got? Ugh, I love it. I love it. Everything's I love digital a... now, though. No, like, I don't like that. I just want some fun stuff. Very cool. Thank you, Carrie. This is fun. Um, And then... So I think this is for Tara. We're going to open it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, open her present. Oh, I think this is going to be good. Oh, she's going to love it. Ooh. Oh, cool. It's a Sub-Zero Funko Pop from, Ooh. of course, Mortal Kombat. Oh, nice. Very cool. She'll put that in the Mortal Pod Pub. Kombat. Yeah, we will send this along uh, to the Pod Pub. Very cool. Thank you, Carrie. It's so sweet. We appreciate um the mail and if you that's want cool. to send us something uh like carrie did you can send that to snop that's s-n-o-p p.o box 6732 burbank california 91510 you can also send things to the why not podcast there <laughs> also true and please label which podcast it's intended for because boy do people get in trouble if they open other people's mail it's illegal so don't please make it it's easy a on bad <laughs> and and um and thank you all for the emails. We always appreciate you guys. Keep sending them. And yes, hold off on the Oak Island bullshit email stuff. So like, but it it's coming. So like, we want it flooded, flooded, flooded like the um, <laughs> the gardener, the gardener shaft, the garden shaft, or garden the shaft. money pit, the money <laughs> hole. Glory, well, what is that one called? The money. Speaking of Oak Island, <laughs> we're going to talk tra- about it. That's a transit right there. <laughs> so yes, Anne, you we did we con- like did all the our talk convince you to give it a shot? Oh what, no what? no no! I okay. <laughs> I didn't realize it's in its eleventh season. Yeah, because when it first came out, I I love me a treasure show. Mm-hmm. Like I used to watch that show. I think it was called Diggers or something for a while, where it's just two guys with their metal detectors. That's fun. Um, I love this kind of stuff. 
And so I watched it like right from the beginning. I feel like I only watched like three or four seasons or something. I didn't realize it was this far. Um, But it's so easy to get roped back in. Of course. But it's so, it just frustrates me so much because (laughs) it's just, there's a lot of core drilling and it's always just them picking out wood in a long sample of dirt and then, oh, this is wood. And there's a lot of that. They're they're digging everywhere. What is left of this island, this poor (laughs) island? And, but here's the thing. If Um, I were funded, I wouldn't be able to stop either. Of course. Like, I love everything. I love that it was two brothers reading the Reader's Digest, which I used to love reading at my grandma's house. It was like all I could find. And I would just read it like crazy. See, oh, I should, I should get the Reader's Digest. Do you subscribe? I, no, but my I think my mom was getting them. And I found this rant. I don't think she still is. I think it got canceled. But I found this one when I was home last time. Yeah, and it had my parents- hero pet. So I brought it back. It's like the perfect dose of information. It's just like oh. a tiny story. Done. I love it. I love reader. I might subscribe. I don't know because it's a fun little magazine. It is. Yeah. You know, it's like perfect size too. I know you can mm-hmm. get it like in like a big edition for no. like people who are blind. Oh, but like, look, you can throw that in your small. bag and get on a plane. Tons of entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I love those two <laughs> brothers, the Lagina brothers. They do a good job of recapping. So it's like, <laughs> I mean, it, let's be honest. It's all recapping. That's an understatement. <laughs> here's the thing. It's like a soap opera. You can not watch for like three years and then get back on and you're like, oh, these people are still here. Like whatever. But that's what drives me nuts about it. It's like they recap it every time as if you've never watched an episode <laughs> before in your life. And it's like, no, I'm binging this. You don't get it. I'm going to the next one. Stop telling me what just happened in the last episode or like five episodes ago. Like just get digging. (laughs) Find some shit. And oh, it's driving me crazy. I wonder. I can just see the editors thinking, all right, well, we didn't find much this week. Let's. We got to fill this time. Let's remind them of this again. I bet the editors and the people doing it are like so sick of going back. Like, remember when they 100%. found this gold coin? But it's like, well, we got to fill another three minutes. So let's bring yeah, that back. It's up a again. tough assignment, I'm guessing, to mm-hmm. edit the show. It's for- like well done, but also like excruciatingly done. So it's like <laughs> they're really good about throwing their graphics in. Like back in December on lot 52 they found the blah 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 and then they'll show a clip of that and then they'll show a diagram and then they'll show what they found but I get so confused on the timeline like I just need a big chart like the L word chart where it's like this is what they because then they take their side quests yeah and they're like all of a sudden they're in Rome and oh there's a cross on this wall that matches the cross that that cross really does match. It's crazy, right? Because like the top that's like a loop turns like it's a tilts, little wonky. And the arms on the cross, one is shorter, one's longer. Like it's they are weird. exact matches. Mm-hmm. And then they're in those that cave system yes. that also that ancient cave system that is also dug in the in the same shape, like in that weird cross thing. What does that mean? That's very interesting, Anne. And I got a little bit of a crush on this new girl who, I don't know how new she is, 
but she just puts the coins in that machine and tells you yeah. what kind of metal it is. Yeah, what a good gig uh-huh. she has. Huh? She's been down there for a few years at least, I think. She's I think I skipped yeah. some seasons and just caught up. Yeah. She's cute. And she's like, mm, this is not modern. <laughs> I like her. She's fun. They got, she's the they one had, to watch. They she's had to add fun. some women into this crew because it, for a long time it was mostly dudes. Well, they, so they had have some like, other different, I don't know, the, not, I don't know what they're, actual titles were but they were digging down by the swamp and they're doing okay. all this work and one was like a really cute blonde girl and everything think, but then they found this pottery that was yeah indigenous to the land or something so like oh we got to shut this down and research it, it so i don't know I if that group has been back since they shut that down that's what i'm confused because i i i was watching i don't know what season and that's when like oh now we have archaeologists there so is that the the swamp they're not there anymore because now they're digging in like a garden shaft or something yeah, the garden shaft, that's the big, like, that's where they think the actual treasure is down there somewhere at that shaft that they've been looking, like, poking holes, doing the drilling. Yeah. And I forget why they ended up coming back to this. I think people have drilled there before or tried. Like, they, that's what where I think the plan? consensus is that it's there. <laughs> and all these other sites are just trying to shed light on a mystery or find clues. I don't know what and they're also doing to, anymore. You know, more content for the show. Yeah. And, uh, Here's... Um, Here's my thought. Please. Okay. So in the beginning sequence, I say the same thing every time. Sure. They talk about the the, sh- the shaft. It's uncomfortable saying shaft so much. But <laughs> they say that the curse says one more needs to die. Like one more must die before the treasure is found. Right? Yep. It's Why true. doesn't one of the brothers just take one for the team? No, no. Just no, need no, one person no, to no. die, no. and then the money is going to show up. Yeah, no. If you want, come on, draw straws. Why does that have to be your brother? Just all they got to do is push one, like, random, one of those guys yeah. drilling the shaft, just yeah, accidentally, like, jack. Boom, nudge Somebody's him. Somebody's then... disposable there, I'm yeah. sure. One I mean, jack, little... jack doesn't really contribute much. He's just Which there one's to kind he? of... I like he's, Jack. He's, got, he's bald. He's got the goatee. And he just I runs like around. He's he's always super excited. I mean, I yeah, I he's got a very good positive. Uh, but he's outlook. not like an expert in anything. I think he's like somebody's stepson or something. He's the mm. son of Craig Tester. I think. Oh, there you go. Which is yeah. ah, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, that, I would have never guessed that no, at all. Me I mean, that's my theory. It's just just push somebody in. They get really excited over wood. Um, <laughs> I it took me a while to figure out, like, because. That's not naturally underground. No, it's and come on, <laughs> it didn't really take you that long. To but feed. there's trees with like roots. Like, but this is like cut wood. This is like clearly cut lumber. by an ads. Have you Ad, heard the talk right, about the, the ads? ads. Yes. Like this primitive yes. tool. Yes. you can tell. Sure, yeah, sure. the cross has me really back into it. Um, <laughs> it just drives me crazy because it's very slow moving, and of then course. the music, like the. And then and then they dig it up and then it goes oh and then it's a commercial. <laughs> I know every time he gets excited, I say out loud commercial, bam <laughs> commercial. Yeah, again, it's a TV show. You know, it's not a documentary. Um, but <laughs> metal detecting also totally my jam. Like, oh, I'm so in. But I, I have a metal detector and. I haven't used it in a really long time, but when I first got it back in Wisconsin, I dug the shit up out of my backyard. <laughs> like there were holes all over my backyard. What did you find? 
like old matchbox cars. Oh, uh, that's fun. No, like I had like a hundred year old house. So I was like, there's gotta be old stuff here. Um, huh. But that's the thing. Like I would, ju- all the beeps sound the same to me. Right. So yeah, I don't you can know tell the like, difference. Yeah, like, he's ooh, like, oh, ooh, that's ooh. just surface, like something. It's nothing. Yeah, How I think he has he a know? very. It's. I think it's a very expensive metal detector. Yeah, probably not the hundred dollar one. I, I wonder. Does he have a little monitor on that at all that shows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it, Yeah, because I've seen other guys like looking at it while he's doing his his very like you know precise. Also, how searching. fortunate are they? Like, anytime they need to dig, it's not hard to dig. Like, their shovel goes right in. I can't even do that in my backyard. <laughs> I could not get a shovel in this dirt. How do they do it? Well, well they're big, strong. Because they actually get rain there, and it keeps the soil moist. All oh, right. It is Nova Scotia. Because also, they can only do this certain times of the year, right? Yeah, because yeah. it's, like, rainy and really bad weather. Yeah. But really, what are those coins doing there? It's an island. There's Thank no you. trade yeah. system. It's not like there's a store on this no. island. No. Roman coins. And then Roman some, what was this last one? Coins. They were like 17th century or something? Oh, they found coins from B.C. You know, from way, 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 it's way. It's insane. Um, <clears throat> I Because I was confused because I came into it season like eight or nine maybe i don't know um and they kept referring like before the discovery of the money pit and pre-searcher i was like i never understood what they were actually talking about so i went back and i watched it from the first episode just to see the beginnings and how the team came together and and apparently i guess in 1795 was it like some random boys found this pit and then and there's like this map and i guess that's the date that they say like past uh, anything before that was before other people started looking right pre-searcher right okay pre-searcher because i at first i was like what are they even talking about and (laughs) when did they find this but now i understand like anything they found that's dated before that is like a big deal anything after that like wood if it's dated after that yeah it's uh... then but then sometimes i think well all these coins they find what if there was like a a coin collector that went there one time and dropped all his coins. Fucking <laughs> yeah. coins. You know? He's like, well, wow. Yeah, it could just mean like somebody had it in their pocket. Yeah. He just had coins from like, he was a coin collector. It doesn't mean like actual people from the, you know? But Well, hey. he's not a very good collector. If no, he's, he's very coins. careless with his coins. No, there's some, listen, and there's so many, it's just a, it's a weird place. It's a weird place. And they it find is. all these random, weird, intentional things like the swamp. They keep finding more like, infrastructure like someone paved this like yeah those cobblestones cobblestones it's like a ramp it's like a boat ramp basically and they found like you know old ship wood it's also weird that they don't find more stuff like i know like artifact why like they're finding that but like now they just found in that circle thing right on that guy's property yeah Yeah, like a piece of pot where's the rest of the pot (laughs) are good questions it's gotta be why would it just i don't it's it drives me crazy (laughs) but i can't look away they talk about like a diver will go down and see things and find things and whatever you know and it's and they never get back to it like they they keep talking about like oh there's an outline of a possible sunken ship down there it's like have 
they've been Get able to down go down there. and find out or like they'll send a diver and it's like oh he can't do anything he can't even touch it he has to like fan off dirt that's most he can do and then report back and then yeah. like, did they ever actually find something i feel like there's probably I, i'd love to go back and know how many things that looked really interesting but they couldn't pursue it and they did they ever pursue it i think they, they must be keeping a list of all these potential leads but i think if and when they find the big the big payoff here i think then they'll start to go back and be like okay yeah. let's start going through this other list but so yeah they're fo they're really focusing on the sh the the garden is it the garden shaft the garden shaft the garden right? shaft and the baby blob area the baby blob and so they're <laughs> they are they've re now i think i'm caught up when they, they they have permission to go back into the shaft they're gonna dig farther down because mm -hmm. uh, at the end of last season is when Gary jumped down in there in his detector and he's like, there's, there's something down here. There's something yeah. that we need to look for. So they're going to, they're going to, I think, I guess I think this is the year. Here's the thing. They're, they're, they're expanding it two levels down because yes. that's where they, in theory, will hit the actual where they're getting the wood when they do these other little drills. Right. That's Main, where they're hitting the wood. So they think that's tunnel, where a sort of tunnel, tunnel. maybe. Yeah. Um, and Anne, I don't know if you saw this, but on the, the Twitter, uh, their Twitter account, they posted a picture before the season started. And it's of the brothers looking at something that you can't see with gold shining up in their faces. Mm. And the caption was the moment we've all been waiting for. Oh, and I'm like, if no. they don't find a freaking treasure this year, that is very misleading. That's a that's big tease. Cool. So no. here's my question. Let's say these guys, they dig down and they find what they believe is to be the treasure. They find like gold and all this stuff. This is what they've been looking for. Do they keep it from the news? Do they hold on to it until the show premiere? Like until the, the show. I think they have to. I mean, that's a big secret to be sitting on. Well, like, and nobody's going to say anything. Well, they probably have to get other people involved. And then they're probably like, you got to sign this NDA. Yeah. Because. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause like they could have found it already and we don't know. I would they imagine if they have. find it this year, they will they have found it because i yeah. think it's to the point now that they would have had to stop searching you know it's oh, like, but also like they keep there, getting so it's already like, been done people right. giving them stuff like you could figure it out if you really wanted to because like people have to fund this so whatever yeah. they find like how it's just for the sake of being able to say you found it at this point because they're probably have to give back so much money to these investors who that's a good question. Like they have all that new equipment and stuff. Well, a it lot of just, it, I feel it might like just be History Channel money. I feel like it's a lot of History Maybe. Channel. I mean, there may be some more, but I know a lot of it in the beginning. It was the brother. Like the first season, he was like, "I need to find something that makes me think it's worthwhile to invest my money." Because right. he already had, like, he was a millionaire at some level. Yeah, yeah. His, and Craig too, the other guy, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, an he and Craig as well. Yeah, yeah. but then so, and now that they have like, because before they used to have to go to somebody else for all these like readings and stuff, and now they have some of that equipment there. So like mm -hmm. that didn't house. come from nowhere. Yeah, I think um, it's History Channel money. I don't know. So that I mean, that's a big. I mean, History Channel. If they if History Channel is there on the ground when all the stuff is found, that's a huge thing for them. Like that's yeah, that's kind of their jam, right? It's historical yeah. mysteries. It's but also they've milked it for eleven seasons. <laughs> like, like we, we don't we know. They could have found it seven years ago, and they just keep. <laughs> oh, <you think laughs> wouldn't that be a scandal? They're prolonging yeah. it. Why you check out Lot Forty Two again? <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> Use I tripped over a stone over there. It looked like it might be a skull. Who knows? <laughs> 
And then sometimes people are just throwing some coins down. I don't know. I don't know. There well, is another... If I find out any part of this thing is staged, I'll be so mad. Because the brothers no. seem so sincere. The whole no. team seems sincere. This, if I feel the whole like... story is just... I don't think it's staged. But could you imagine having like a thing that you were just a story you were so captivated by and having the the fine like the ability, the resources to go look for it? I know. Please sign me up. So cool. Sign me up. Um, There's another show that I watched. I think it was on the History Channel. It's called Pirate Gold of Adak Island. Ooh, it's good. I don't know if they have another season yet, but it was like, it takes place on an island and it's, uh, it's on an old military base. Mm -hmm. And so somehow they got this lore of like somebody remembers while they were there in the military, seeing people moving these things. And a lot was hidden in these like metal tins and someone found one when they were building some road for the military like a a tin of gold coins. Whoa. So this team mm. goes back, but it's this like abandoned military base. Mm. And they research and find like, okay, well, it was by this old bunker, but where is that now? And they got really close to things really fast. And then they hit, spoiler, a dead end. But <laughs> there might be a second season. I have to look. But I, just watching this show made me think of that one and think like, yeah. oh, I forgot how much I love like piratey, sh- not pirates, but like hidden treasure shows. Yeah, for sure. God, like, that's so much fun. I can find. And then there was another one I want to look at that I came across called Lost Gold of World War. Lost Gold of World War Two. Hmm. Was it lost or was it stolen? I don't know. <laughs> and that one's on the lost. History Channel, so I'm going to check that one out too. Yeah. Well, there's a. I mean, supposedly in the in North America, there's like still a. Uh, caches of uh spanish gold that you know yeah. they came they came over to pot to colonize and they would like bury huge amounts of gold to like okay we're gonna build a, a mission here so let's let's leave the gold we'll come back later right and apparently there's people who are hunting to this day for this treasure and like there's mm. certain like symbols that you can find on trees and old forests or we on should stones do this and stuff that's what i'm saying i really want to be I want to find a treasure I want to find a treasure or a missing person so bad. Let's let's, (laughs) we have to focus on one or the other. I mean, a missing person is nice and everything, but let's look for gold. (laughs) But the thing is, like, okay, not only like olden days, but like current day, like there are bank robbers who have never been found. True. And then people hide shit and then they die. Where like True. It's gotta be Mm. somewhere. (laughs) All right, we're gonna start we're gonna start a treasure hunting uh business okay my okay. business not really i don't think you make a lot of money doing it <laughs> unless, unless you're the you oak island something. crew i mean because everyone's getting paid right like jack for instance who's just kind of moping around digging stuff does he get paid is he getting a check from know. history Channel? i don't he know must. if this is just their spare time they all got to get a little something i, I would think so because they all if they have other jobs they've got to leave them for like a whole several months summer to yeah. yeah yeah they must be getting paid you yeah. know who else was a good treasure hunter Indiana Jones. <laughs> oh, 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 masterful, perfect. <laughs> Indiana so, Jones. Such a good Jones. 
So yeah. I was on Disney Plus the other day, and I'm like, oh, I gotta watch something. And I come across on the one of their main like, you know, watch this. It just came out thing. It, this is Indiana Jones Harrison Ford documentary. I immediately text Wendy. I'm like, do you know about this? And she's like, yeah. yeah of didn't course. we talk about we talked about this on the pod when I the trailer think, came out? I don't think we did, Wendy. Oh, I think oh, we maybe did. I wasn't here. Oh, maybe it was just when Tara and I did it. I yeah, because the trailer had come out, and I was like all weepy just watching the trailer. Oh crap! Okay, it was well, one of the times you were gone. This was news to me. Uh, and so, yeah, it's. I was like, I'm watching it. It was really good. So um, we all watched it because, mm-hmm. yeah, I think we were texting about it. Um, it's on, of course, the Disney Plus. And it's called Timeless Heroes, Indiana Jones, and Harrison Ford. Uh, and so, Wendy, I'm going to defer to you. I mean, this is this is like kind this of. This is your wheelhouse here. This, this made, is my wheelhouse. This is made for you. Oh, and I loved every minute of it. I mean, <laughs> the whole I, you know, there was a lot of cool behind-the-scenes footage. It's basically the story. It's kind of a combination of his story and him becoming Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. You know, as in it takes you back through their deciding to make the movie, his casting for, you know, the fact he was in Star Wars, his early days as a carpenter, he's coming to Hollywood, he's just getting some small parts. He's like, I just want to, you know, how he didn't even feel like he fit in in college um, until he's he a, found He's a theater kid. Yeah. Until he got into the theater group. And he was like, I found people. He's from Ripon, Wisconsin. (laughs) Did not know this. I'm from Wisconsin. Let me... This is my rant. This was Uh a rant here. So early. He's from Ripon, Wisconsin. I find out by watching the show. I grew up in Wisconsin. Do you know what I know about Ripon? Do you know Mm -hmm. what Ripon is actually famous for? Mm -hmm. Cookies. Oh, I feel like they're really burying the lead. (laughs) Why aren't they like home of Harrison Ford? I would. Did he live there long? I don't know. That's where he went to college. That Uh he went to Ripon, whatever. So I text Casey and I'm like, when you think of Ripon, Wisconsin, what do you think of? And she said, cookies, Ripon good cookies. I'm like, exactly. And so then I Google it, and the only other thing Rippon will tell you is that it's the birthplace of the Republican Party. Oh, God. <laughs> no, they got to switch no. that out. No, whoever is in, like, the, what is that called, the tourist board sure. of Rippon really needs to up their game because it should be Harrison Ford. I would think that's a pretty good selling point. Right? Yeah, same. I mean, yeah, I, I didn't know that's where he was from, actually. I yeah, I feel like as much as I love Harrison, I don't know a lot about him. I definitely, yeah, Rippon, you're not making it known that he's from there, because I had no idea. Uh, I don't think I knew where he was from. Um, Same. But yeah, he, he went to college. He found his way to a theater group just because he was looking for a, he, he wasn't a very good student. He found this class. He got into it. He <laughs> fell in love with it. He needed a, pass, a class he could pass. Exactly. (laughs) And he, so far, so good, Harrison. Uh, And then he's like, well, if I want to go do this more, he's like, I'm going to flip a coin. You either go to the East Coast or the West Coast. And it came up West Coast. So he came to California, got some bit parts, uh, ended up in American Graffiti. You know, he he took some time out to, he was like, I got to be a carpenter. He's like building things he wasn't sure how to build, but, you know, he made it work and he built stuff. He had a good reputation to some celebrities as a carpenter. And then, obviously, he was cast in Star Wars. Um, 
And I've heard so different ways. I've heard like it'd be told that uh, he was just happened to be doing some work there as a carpenter. And then he's like, hey, can you read for this part? And then I also heard someone said, hey, get up there and do some work as a carpenter so he'll see you and maybe you can get a whatever. So I don't know. Either way, it was kind of obvious that it was meant for him. Uh, hmm. And then, of course, after Star Wars success, George and Steven hanging out on the beach, as you do. I love, I love um, this story. In Hawaii. I do uh, George, Steven's complaining he he wants to direct a Bond film, but they won't let him do it. And George's like, ah, forget about Bond. I got something better. And he starts telling about Indiana Jones. And uh, the more, the idea, the Indiana Jones was born on the beach. And apparently George was wanting to do this even before Star Wars, but then he kind of got distracted by Star Wars. And he liked the old B-movie serials and wanted to make this. So, um they, you know, the casting started for Indiana Jones. They looked at a whole bunch of random people, uh, including Tom Selleck, which famously couldn't do it because of Magnum P.I. Which is crazy to me. Like, yeah, why? watching those like back those in the day, though, I'm sure that scenes was a thing. Yeah. Have, have you had you seen those that that footage? I had before, seen that Wendy? before somewhere. I've never seen that. It was incredible. Yeah. It just um, feels so weird he, he to watch. It would have been he would have been good, but it wouldn't have been the no, it's not, not the as same. weighty. It wouldn't have had as much weight. You know what I mean? Like no, he's, he's a he's a TV guy. I love Tom Selleck. I love Magnum. He's a TV oh, yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, um, kind of he funny. doesn't strike me as like an adventurer. But also, yeah, it, one of the things that right away it hit me it was like right in the beginning sequence. It was something that director James Mangold said. Mm. And he said, in my own mind, I cannot separate Harrison from Indiana Jones. <laughs> and I thought uh, that was so interesting. And I wanted to know, Wendy, for you, mm. is when you think Harrison Ford, do you think Indy or do you think Han? Oh. I think Han because that was my first love. But, like the very first time I saw Star Wars, I was nine. And I remember the very first time I came away saying, that was pretty good, but I still like the rescuers better because that was my favorite movie at the time. <laughs> but horrible. I did say, but I I liked that Han Solo. Um, I remember from the very beginning. So Han Solo, Harrison Ford is my number one mm-hmm. without quite. He's my favorite fictional film character of all time. But Indiana Jones is a strong second. <laughs> so um yeah, it's uh so I do definitely prefer Han, but I love, love, love Indiana Jones. And, you know, I'm just looking at the list of other people who almost could have played Indiana Jones. And of course, Tom Selleck, which I can see, I could see out of other these other people listed, I could see why you'd be drawn to Tom Selleck. And George did not like casting the same people twice. Right. Um, he didn't like to use the same actors. He's yeah, like, Yeah, they were like, person. No, he's Han Solo. We can't right. use Han Solo. Uh, look, Jack Nicholson, Steve Martin. Oh my gosh. Chevy Chase. God, no. 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 Peter Coyote. Again, kind of similar in a little ways. Like, but no, not Peter Coyote. Nick Nolte, Tim Matheson. No, I can see. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, uh, George showed, uh, I guess, probably an early cut of Empire to Stephen. And Stephen's like, dude, Harrison is Indiana Jones. Like, Mm -hmm. this is the guy, Um, obviously. And thank God. (laughs) yeah and of course and harrison read the script fell in love with it um and then uh it's just like you see him in the part you know i love the old footage of young harrison dressed as either han or india oh god oh freaking good looking (laughs) there's so much footage like yeah it's amazing to me even like at the end when they were showing just like some outtakey clips of them behind the scenes like all these relationships that were formed 
you know, friendships, loving, like people married other people and there's all this footage. And it's like, what a treasure trove for these people to be able to look back on their relationships. Like that's when I first became friends with this person who's been my friend for 35 years, just having your whole life just on film. It's really pretty amazing. It's so cool. Well, and then even Kathleen Kennedy uh, started like she was like a res- what was her secretary she was, receptionist she was a secretary that's so crazy yeah. and worked her way up to and then met and married Frank Marshall I love how on, on Temple of I Doom I didn't know they were married Did you I didn't either I love how they like kind of like <laughs> what it was like a little like surprise that's like, what we're married yeah didn't, didn't know that okay <laughs> and of course Temple of Doom you know he cast Kate Capshaw and they end up getting married and they're mm-hmm. just talking about like they're all best friends with Kathleen Kennedy right like oh what a God. fun and then so now of course cool. you've got the awesome backstory with Kate Hoy Kwan from from yeah. now it's like he's in this, this documentary and it's like not like wow so that's what he turned into after this movie and no one's ever heard of him he's like no it's Oscar winner Kate Hoy <laughs> yes. Kwan talking pretty, about his time with uh, the movie cool. um and he but, taught yeah, I mean, him obviously... how to swim. Oh, so, so cute. cute. Oh, just yeah. Steven said whenever Harrison was in a bad mood, I just send Key Key over and he'd yeah. cheer up. Cheer him up. <laughs> um I did the talk. I mean, I always knew the story about the the big fight scene that never happened in, in the first one and how they were gonna have this big fight, a sword fight, and Harrison was sick that day. So he's like, why don't I just shoot the son of a bitch? And this guy apparently had been training for three months. Yeah, to fight. And so they're like, guess what? We're going to do it. He's just going to shoot you. And the first time he was like, oh, oh, <clears throat> like this drawn out death. And this, <laughs> no, literally just fall down. And it was classic, oh, a classic moment. Um, poor guy. Poor guy. Yeah, but you know what? Moment. You're way more famous for that scene than you would have ever been if you'd actually done the fight. Yeah. It's, it's, no one would have probably thought twice about that fight scene if you'd actually done it. So Because it's so much funnier that he yeah. just shoots it's him. Great. It's great. Such a perfect moment. Why um, wouldn't he shoot him? <laughs> he has a gun. You know, they, it's interesting they talk about, you know, and then bringing in his dad and they're always trying to explore new new facets of the character. So it's a study of Indiana Jones and the making of him bringing in River Phoenix to play his young self because he worked with him on Mosquito Coast. And they're, you know, like how they're talking about a lot of this is building up to talking about the newest film, but they're like really kind of going into Temple of Doom a little less, a little more, you know, most of the stuff is Raiders and pre Raiders. And then they do a lot more on uh, Last Crusade with, yeah. um, what's his name? Uh, Sean, Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Sean and then it's Connery. like, and it's kind of like then. And then after Crystal Skull, like they don't even talk about Crystal Skull. They just completely gloss over it. Guys, I didn't know there were five Indiana Jones movies. So I looked it up after I watched Which one were you missing? I didn't watch the Crystal Skull. Yeah, it's okay. So I watched it yesterday. You did? What happened? Yeah. What? That's weird. It's a weird movie. I'm like, I don't think I saw this. And then I'm like, no, I don't remember any of this whole alien yeah. thing. Weird. I like the concept of it. I think I feel like it was done at a time where both Stephen and George were kind of in this phase of like, oh, these are movies for kids. These are mm. kids movies, which, OK, kids love Raiders and it was not targeted not, to kids. It's not a and kids movie. like it was Stephen was for a while. He like took the guns out of the guy's hands in E.T. E. and replaced with phones they're always trying to like kid proof all these films hate that i hate it hate it hate it too and i think it's so that was like indiana jones doesn't shoot anybody it's like sort of this like softer gentler Mm -hmm. goofy funny 
Indiana Jones. And it, yeah. but the thing is, too, the way it looked, it looked fake. It looked like so many of the scenes looked like they're just on a big sound set. It just completely had no relation to the first one in any capacity. And yeah, it's a fun true. enough movie on its own merit. And it's just like, okay, there's some nice moments, but it yeah, wasn't it was less it the treasure touches, hunty and but... more like supernaturally weird. Yeah. Um, like, I don't remember. I feel all. like on the thing, <laughs> he didn't want, I remember George didn't. Something like he didn't like the idea of doing aliens from another place. Mm. But so G George says, I'm like, well, they're not aliens from another planet. They're like time from a different time or something. And mm. so he's like, okay, well, we'll do that then. They're from <laughs> the space. <laughs> they're from the space, space between, between the space. Yes. Yeah. You've convinced me. <laughs> this isn't a terrible Yeah. Idea. So let, we can gloss over that like they did because um, it was fine. <laughs> and then, but okay, here's my thing now with, have you seen Dial of Destiny, Ann? I didn't see the new the one. last one. No. It's uh, it's on Disney Plus. I the first time I saw it, I was like, I don't know. I wasn't. It felt weird. Mm -hmm. I saw it again. Now I love it. Oh, and great. A big part that. of things I like about it. Um, for one, I like that Harrison himself probably would have wanted nothing to do with it, but if they didn't explore Indy old, right? And what's it like to have your life kind of turned upside down by your aging out of relevance and. Mm -hmm your body's old and you had this life of adventure and now you don't. And what's, you know, he didn't want to try to do an Indiana Jones and like pretend he was still a young man. And it, that would have felt weird, but I like that he wanted to explore him being old. He was like, he wanted to do the stunts. He's like, no, they need to see how it looks for an old man to ride a horse. He's not Tom Cruise. He's no, and he's yeah. not trying to be, he's, yeah. he's being old man. And they explore a lot of that. And which I find refreshing and depressing at the same time, because mm. You know, it's true. And it's like, what happens when you age out of the prime of your life and your life of adventure is gone? And now, you know, the whole movie is set up. He's Mutt, which a lot of people, I didn't mind Mutt from Crystal Skull, Shia LaBeouf, Buff Bo, whatever his name is. And I don't like him, but I like, I like the character. Okay. But he's dead now. He died. He died and he, died. he went off to war. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, yeah. Spoiler. Sorry. Sorry. It's fine. Eh, I'm going to watch it. And there was a um, lot of like, a lot of the tender moments like that, yeah. what you're talking about right now is was in this documentary yeah. so yeah was that's like, oh i gotta i forgot i haven't watched that one yet so i gotta see it but okay yeah, yeah it's, it just that. seems really like tug at your heartstrings oh yeah, yeah it is there's oh, there's yeah. you know because it starts he's married to marion but they're split up because of what they went through when he died but, so there's a lot of mm -hmm. he's just a sad lonely old man that yeah, astronauts really astronauts are cool now not mm -hmm. him yeah and and i love uh phoebe Wellerbridge. i love that they wrote this part for her and, and they're like uh would you please maybe do this and she's like what like joking. of course i will <laughs> you know, are you kidding me um i just yeah i really liked her i liked what I, i've never even watched fleabag but i just like her and i like what yeah, she brought to this character um fun. yeah and and that they dealt with that you know, still part of his past, but his who he is now and and um, brought back Sala, who that made me sad, too. He's like, I miss our adventures. I miss waking up in the sand and not not knowing what, what adventure was going to happen that day. And now he's just like living there. And, you know, because right. Indy helped him right. get over to the States and he's there with his family, which is cool. But it's like it just is depressing. <laughs> but it's but it's because it's rooted in truth. And it's like no matter yeah. who you are, how exciting your life was at some point, you're just an old person that. The young, new, cool astronauts are the ones everybody cares about. And you're just some old fossil digging up old fossils. Yeah, and right. um, 
you know, and even today, like there were people like I told this, I was trying to set a password and a question and answer and the, you know, for the security. And it's like, who's your favorite? And I was telling this girl, it's like, she was like, okay, who's your favorite actor? I'm like, Harrison Ford. She's like, okay, I don't know who that is. I'm like, what? The what? Fuck? Get out. This stupid Leave. young girl did not know who Harrison Ford was. So it's like, even with Harrison Ford, you know, there's, he is what he is, but like people today may not know or care. I'm not great with names. Of, <laughs> I'm just not great with names. I know what it is. Well, I think it's a certain age, right? Like still, but I feel like people like that be, are just timeless. You know, you couldn't be our age and not know who Harrison Ford is because of all the movies he's done. But like, I feel for, like, uh, yeah. yeah, it's depressing. But like, I there's did a girl at work who didn't know Jodie Foster. That too. I'm like, whatever. Kids, I give up. But there was. You know, so it was heavy on the Indiana Jones part. Obviously, it's in the title. But then they did touch on, yeah. like, some of the other stuff he was in. And yeah. I totally forgot that he was in uh, that Witness movie, that Amish mm. one. And I loved that movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. Slow so burn. did he. Yeah, yeah, it's a good movie. Well, they asked him who he wanted to direct it. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh. Mm, and I like okay. how he said that he always did one for them and one for him. So it was like one for like the masses and the studios and then something that he really liked to do. Yeah, that's so smart. I mean, now you don't have to watch it because we just told you all about the documentary. <laughs> but no, you, you should, should still watch it. Definitely watch should. it. There's so many, there's so much behind the scenes um, footage that I've never seen uh, from Indy and a little bit from Star Wars. But um, yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, I was telling you guys a little bit about this before we went on, but I can't watch anything now without like um, crying hysterically at yeah. just little kind of things. And I was a mess at the end of this movie. I'm sure. I was a mess. Yeah. I'm afraid mess. I will be after I watch number five. Oh, I was a mess at the end of that movie too. Yeah. yeah oh, me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, these guys are my, you know, they have a part with John Williams too, where he goes and visits them while he's doing the soundtrack for the fifth one. And, you know, John Williams like, oh, Harrison Ford. Think of it. You know, he's here. The greatness of Harrison, whatever. And Harrison's like, we wouldn't even be here without you, which I think is 100% true. I think John Williams is, is vital to the success of all of George and Steven's films as yeah. George and Steven. They they elevated those films to another level. And it's just that that group, that George, Steven, Harrison, John Williams, that's like. As you guys have as seen John for Williams and. In yes. concert before, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. like, there's no way you can live here and not have <laughs> no, gone no, to the I Hollywood just... Bowl and heard. <laughs> exactly. I've seen him twice since I lived here and once back in like 1997. I actually came out. I didn't know he did this every yeah. year. And I, I, I was like, John Williams is playing. Let's go see him. And, my and friend he's and I got a, out. how old is he? 91, like, I think. I, I watching this, I was, I was, they like focused on his hands at one point and I was like, mm. fuck, he's got to be old. And then yeah. I was just thinking to myself how thankful I was and grateful that I've seen him perform at the Hollywood Bowl because it's yeah. a, a, an amazing opportunity. And if, if you have, if you live in the area and you haven't done it, like, and he's still, I think he's still doing it. He did it. I went this last year. In fact, I was I had didn't have plans to go. And I was like, I feel like I should. I live go. here. Yeah. I need yeah. to go see this man as many times <clears throat> as I can. So like two weeks ahead of time. I was like, yeah, I was like, Tara, hey, would you have any interest in going in two weeks to see John Williams? She's like, sure. So we and went. No and no better was, venue. Like it's no, an amazing no. place. So 
And speaking of that, uh, this coming Friday, I'm going to go see Mr. Steven Spielberg at a um, day. I got an email about they're doing a screening of Maestro, the Bradley Cooper movie. Mm-hmm. And but it said afterward is, is an in-person Q&A with Spielberg and Bradley Cooper. Spielberg's one of the producers. So oh. I'm like, again, yeah. I live here. It's Steven. I need to go. So I got like yeah. third row, almost dead center tickets. So, um yeah, these are the kind of things that, and I've got been lucky enough to see him twice. Like I, since I'm in the Directors Guild as part of work, they have the Directors Guild Awards, and I've gone the last two years, and he's been nominated for the last two years. So mm-hmm. I didn't get to like go say hi, but Wendy, is there anything that you have that you would want Steven Spielberg to sign? Bless America. You know what? Of all the things he's done. I actually do. I have a signature I bought. So is it real or is it not? I don't know. I got it at a comic show in Dallas. It's um, from Schindler's List. Mm-hmm. But uh, probably as much as I love Raiders, I think I'd have to go with Close Encounters because that's my okay. second favorite movie. So probably like, maybe like a big giant Close Encounters poster. We'll find it and take it because he's he's really good about staying and and letting anyone who wants to meet him. Really? He's usually pretty cool. <gasps> so I, I would bring now that. you just got me extra excited. <laughs> Uh, just in case. I don't want to carry a giant poster, but I feel like now, yes, I do need to find something at least small in case that opportunity comes that I, oh, I'm glad you said that. Um, but back to the documentary. <laughs> yeah. Now, now shoot. Now I got to find some, um, yeah, just in case. Uh, yeah. Um, it was just, it, you know, if you love these films, you know, and here's another thing about Harrison that I love. He is such a love. I feel like he could care less about the fame of celebrity, which he's mm-hmm. made very clear more than <laughs> once. But I think he just loves the craft of a team working to make a picture and tell a story in the best way possible. And I've heard I've heard talk too. Like he loves hanging out with the crew. He loves mm-hmm. just like getting that team together on the set. He does not suffer anyone who is not given hundred percent to their job. Yeah. He will not suffer fools, but he loves the the camaraderie and the coming together to put a story together as best possible. And he loves being involved. There's like a little shot of him sticking the little things under a something to like, make sure the wheels don't roll. Like he's moving. So oh, yeah. He'd be happy <laughs> like, to love stuff around the set. If he, yeah. he could he's breaking some sort of, union probably, rule but it's Harrison. So who cares? But um, also <laughs> like, just it, another thing that made me like happy, but sad. Uh, Cause I'm like, cat, everything just makes me weepy. Um, it's like all these people, not just Harrison, but like the people in that in that realm, they were all just talking about like being able to do what they love. Yeah. And it's like, God, like I don't love what I do. Like I do it, but I don't love it. And it's just like, God, to be able to get paid, to make a living. Yeah. Uh, play, like the, it's work. I get that. There's like tons of stressful stuff. Like they even showed them like yelling at each other at one point. It's like we have that kind of relationship. But yeah. to be able to, like, do what you love for this huge span of your life. It's incredible. Where it doesn't feel like you're working all the time. It's incredible. Yeah. How I, fortunate that people I, are able to do that. I know. I envy them. Mm-hmm. I really do. Because, I mean, I work in TV news. I hate news. I never watch news. I just get paid to do <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, to, to have whatever that passion of yours is, to be able to make a living at it. Look, I love cats. There's not money in cats, unless you're like some TikTok, Instagram famous unless cat. Unless somebody hid some treasure inside a in cat. In a cat. Um, 
<laughs> and then they throw it up like a oh, fork no. in. Um, oh, no. But yeah, that's the love of the craft. And he and he just seems like such like a very carpenter. He's a pilot. You know, if you're a pilot, you got to have attention to detail. You know, Super. he does yeah. not seem like what you would think of as an actor. But it's like for him, I think it's the, the, the putting together of the pieces. And he's like, no more, you know, no. He's not more important as an actor than the the other people working on the set as far as like making sure the final product is what it needs to be and he loves the process yeah he gets and, it he obviously is as just <sighs> loves loves what he does the um the, the one thing i wanted more of was i wanted more hot gas and i wanted a little more personal i wanted some callista <laughs> flockhart tea right or the carrie like, fisher yeah. uh, affair not mentioned yeah i wanted a well. little more <laughs> personal dirt it is a disney documentary so you could keep it clean <laughs> you don't want to piss him off <laughs> i wonder if there ever will be like maybe when he's gone like a, a documentary all. about harrison Ford that will cover more of that maybe maybe a book mm -hmm. or something maybe a book i mean yeah, other right. people like carrie talks about him in her book right oh she does i haven't read it but <laughs> i'm no sure she does no, no problem spilling that carrie really? doesn't hold back uh <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's my favorite film actor. He's, you know, we didn't, he's Harrison we Ford. Couldn't tell. I know. <laughs> you should say that this, more often. I love him. And you uh, know, they're also saying he is a movie star. He has that yeah. charisma on 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 camera. Like you pay attention to whatever he's doing. He has that presence of a movie star. It's so true. Yeah. Boy, I mean, we talk about him all day. Mm -hmm. I do. <laughs> I know I do love a couple times. It was I think it was for this latest movie where you know he was having this shouting match with James Mangold, and he was saying, "Yeah, Indiana Jones wouldn't do that." <laughs> He's like, like uh, if you don't, I, yeah, you got to defer to him. He's like, I, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> like, okay, okay, sir, Mr. Harrison, whatever you say. <laughs> Looking for James Mangold. And you know what? And he's the one, like, seeing writers helped him want to be a filmmaker. You know? Yeah. Like, he's Opening one of... weekend, he saw it. Yeah. It's so cute. And the, to get to actually come full circle and make this movie with not only oh just Harrison, God. but, like, Steven's there, Kevin Kennedy's there. Like, Can you imagine? That's unbelievable. Wow. I don't think I could do it. And then there's a story that Phoebe was you know they're in scene like they're running down this staircase and they're supposed to be scared and whatever and she's just like doing her thing and the director's like hey can you not smile you're smiling can you not you're supposed to be like scared or whatever and she's like i'm not smiling he's like come here take a look at the tape oh yeah no i'm smiling <laughs> she's <laughs> like, like okay. but i'm like i'm running behind indiana jones <laughs> like, like, i'm in this movie right me. like so i cool. that was just so cute i Adorable. could see it Absolutely. Yeah, she seemed genuinely thrilled to be a part of this. <laughs> no, like, no, be. you're you're supposed to be acting. You're scared. <laughs> yeah, you're really it's scared. Like, oh, right now. that's right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, let's get him, Indy. Right you. I got I you back. Too. It's like then, like when they told the story of like, was it Ewan McGregor when he got on Star Wars and they had lightsaber fights? He was like, woo, woo. he was he kept making the lightsaber noises or like the doo, 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 like people making the gun noises when they're shooting for the so first funny. time on a Star Wars set. Like, mm. like you just can't. We'll add people... that in later. Don't worry. Yeah, you don't need to do that. <laughs> it's like trust me. Yeah, it's like I can't imagine when you see this iconic hero and actor in his full garb and you're like. Like the first time Darth Vader walks on set or, you know, you're like, oh, my God, it's Darth Vader. Or, yeah, that must be unreal. Well, also, um, the lady who plays Marion 
how they talked when they talked about and I haven't seen five but they're like it's kind of kind of sad to just bring her back for a little bit so spoiler she's only in there a little bit I guess um but that she was she came on set like three days early and was just watching behind the scenes and it's like oh how like heartwarming and heart-wrenching at the same time it's like these people have aged through oh, this show and to like have your younger self be in front of your eyes on these films and then like then you're Ugh, I can't even put it into words. It's, just, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it is. It's like these reunions and yeah, it's a lot. And she looks really good. Like, you know, yeah. there's some actors her age who have decided to use plastic surgery to maybe make them not look as old. I don't think Karen Allen has had any work done. And I think she looks beautiful. Yeah. She looks, looks so natural and beautiful. Mm-hmm. And thank goodness because it's, yeah, that final scene between the two of them in this movie is like kind of the whole, that is the real climax of the movie, I think, is them mm-hmm. two together. It's like, yeah, they're just two old people who are who are growing old naturally. And yeah, no, you know. But it's also 72. like she looks they're, she they're so out, their outer shell like is aging, right? But like when they act it's like you can hear and see them from like two episodes ago because <laughs> like in the crystal whatever creepy skull thing <laughs> when she pops out of that tent and it's yeah. just it parallels when she pops out at the in the other one yeah it's just like every time she pops back up it's like they're re- they're meeting That's again right. It's very sweet. Well, it's like, you know, growing older, like, I don't feel any different than I did in my 20s. Like, I feel like I'm the same person. I don't look like the same person. Right. But I feel like I'm the same person. And you can Inside, see that. Inside, like, I exactly. feel like 20. Yeah, exactly. Like, my mind, like, thinks a little bit more <laughs> thoughtfully than I did at 20. But, like... <laughs> Like, no, I am not an adult. Somebody should be watching (laughs) over what I am doing. Who let me do this? Exactly. (laughs) Who do I call? When I get hired for jobs, like, are you sure you want to hire me? I don't know. Grown up who could do this job? (laughs) I think you want me to do this. (laughs) Yeah. So that's a good, we obviously all liked it. It's a good doc. And yeah, I got to watch Raiders again. I got to watch Raiders again. It's it's a perfect movie, as we always say. It is perfect. It's such a good movie. I think I'm going to watch the last <sighs> Indiana Jones today. You should. You should. It's you good. Should. It's good. It's really good. Yeah. Um, all right, kids. Well, <sighs> we did it. I feel like, yeah, I should it. go watch something cool. Now i got to go find something from Steven just in case. Because <laughs> you, you never know. Yeah. Um, well, until next week, I guess. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. Uh, it's not Bogcast with one D. <laughs> It's <laughs> just looking straight at. Am I supposed I, to do something? I, no, you're fine. I think we're on Instagram and I Facebook. So. I don't know if anyone else is on Facebook. You already um, did the PO box, but, but we're on I'm on Instagram. Facebook. We're on Instagram. That's good, Wendy. Then you can tell people. Is it she? Ner- we did this last time. She nerds well, out podcast. She nerds out podcast is Instagram. I don't know what the heck we are on Facebook. <laughs> well, here's the good news. If you go to our website, shenerdsout.com, oh, it links all to all of our socials. Perfect. While you're there, you can buy some merch. You can send us a beer. You can get caught up on old episodes. 
uh, you can send us a message and a voicemail if you want. There's, it's really, you know what it is, guys? It's one stop snopping. Bye. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> definitely watch Oak Island. <laughs> you don't even have to watch the old, uh, you know, just start, no. start a press. No, they'll recap the and you tell need. you everything you missed. Yes, and there's even uh, on Hulu, I don't know if it's on other other stations, but you can, they have like a best of, like the 10 best finds from last season, the 10 mm. best sites that like, there's a really easy way to get caught up. Yeah. Uh, and you can, you can, you know, you're going to get, you're going to get the Oak Island bug. You're going to catch the bug. It's uh, it's a really compelling, compelling show that we all love. I don't see how people leave it because they just keep hooking you. Yeah. You think every year, every episode, this is it. This, this is, is it. it. This is the one. So we'll I just want to go there and pick up a shovel. Me too. We'll help. That I'll would, help. That would be a good, like that I would be, I would love my job if my job was to go and look for stuff on Oak Island. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or any place like that. I know. We gotta look. Well, into we should this. get started finding new jobs. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're gonna be treasure hunters. Okay. okay. Let's do it. I'm ready. Okay. okay. How do we well, find a treasure that people aren't already looking for? That's a good question. Mm. We have to give that a goog. Start in your own backyard, start, I guess. Start I looking know. that up. <laughs> All right. Well, till next time, fellow treasure hunters. She nerds out. 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 She nerds. Girls that like girls that like dirty things. Oh, yeah. And did you see him learning how to use that whip? Yeah, that was cool. Pretty good. He's, he's good it's at amazing. Yeah. I have a whip like that. Okay. I should get in the driveway and check it out. <laughs> I used to have the Xena whip. Please be careful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, I got to go get my. Right on- Costco order. <laughs> and thank you so much. Oh, I didn't, we didn't thank you for joining. Well, I think it's implied. Thank you for joining us. We thanks, Anne. I would like a no more formal man. thank you, please. <laughs> I'll shoehorn it in. Skywriting. Big, big thank you to Anne Hicks Bleaker. We love you. <laughs> we love having you. We're honored you, that you're here. Are you doing that for real? Because I stopped recording. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs>